1: Of flame, the hottest podcast on the internet.
0: I have, and it's choosing the encoder. And, and 99% of the time, I will choose Zoom as my encoder because I stream through Zoom. The other option for the encoder is the Boxcast encoder, which allows me to use a camera and go directly through BoxCast and not have a third-party encoder. And today was the day that I chose the BoxCast option. And when that happens, um, I can't stream, or at least I'm not streaming the way that I should be. So instead of being able to flip from one encoder to another, I have to stop the show. And then I got caught in a loop on my website with a strange repeating URL. And so I literally had to just delete any former um,
1: attempt at streaming from that URL. So finally,
0: after deconstructing everything and reconstructing it back,
1: here we are. Hey, what's going on over there? So the, the new cat is downstairs. And she's smelling the outside world.
0: And I'm having a really interesting uh, dynamic with the new cat, who I really like, by the way. Um, but I think she wants to go outside. And I'm not opposed to her being kind of an outside cat. But the cat that lives outside is opposed to it and kind of beats her up and makes sure that she doesn't get any food, right? He's really territorial. So she's a little, um, I think she's a little stir crazy, but she's smelling the
1: outside world. And, uh, hey, Peachy, Peachy, come over here. Jasper's clocking her. Come over here, peachy. Do you want, do you want to, do you want to uh, make your, your debut to the world? You want to make your debut? You want to come over here? Come on over here. Come on. Come on. She's circling. Come on over here. Come on. All right. She wants to come over, but, uh, jasper jasper has the dragon
0: breath he's unleashed the dragon breath with her so anyway let's get back to the uh let's get back to the podcast welcome to 15 minutes of flame man i had a great opener great song and it's all gone it's all gone i had a great pitch for true Have science and you can't recreate that stuff so you just have to come, keep moving on. So we're going to keep moving on. Let's just let's just get into it. Chattaria, I gave you greetings.
1: I gave you your flowers. And I'll, see, I'll still give you your flowers after the end of the show. Let's talk about January 6th. Um, somebody in chat, I forget who, but they rightly... Fingered January 6th
0: as America's Reichstag. I would say it's America's Reichstag 2.0. America's first Reichstag was 9 11. But they're memory holding 9 11 now. Because when they reference January 6th, they say it was the worst insurrection, the worst thing to happen to the United States since the Civil War. So they're equating January 6th with the Civil War and, of course, the abolitionist movement and racism and all the things that the Civil War rears its ugly head with. Completely obliterating
1: and obfuscating 9-11. Oh, that's just a mere trifle that's an important part of it though
0: and the memory holding of 9 11 and but i do believe that it does play the role of the modern reichstag it's 2.0 9
1: 11 is 1.0 so we have to we have to put a an
0: asterisk right there right there's an asterisk but it's advancing the cause and so Watching this whole thing play out is really interesting. Of course, I I watched Tucker Carlson again last night. And Tucker's an inside guy. But he is playing the role of the disseminator of information. And whatever you think of Tucker Carlson and Fox News, it's about fucking time that this video footage got out. Now, we've known about it for a long time. And this is, again, what I talked about during the open. We've known about it for a long time. We were breaking the early video footage down before a lot of it got taken down, especially on the YouTube side of things. That were like, you know, this content has been deemed unsuitable. It violates community standards. I had a video that I did with the Krimis about Ashley Babbitt that got removed. Because we were breaking everything down during that Ashley Babbitt video.
1: We're going to look at Ashley Babbitt again today. And what's shocking is
0: the next level of footage that's being released. Basically, these guys are getting a tour of the White House. And I was was watching Tucker, and he had uh, Jacob Chansley, QAnon shaman has lawyer on last night. His lawyer didn't have any access to any of the footage whatsoever. None,
1: no access, which meant that the judge theoretically didn't have any access either.
0: Now how that can be true is kind of my, you you think that the judge would have access to everything. So, What does that mean? It means either the judge is in on the fix, which is very possible. Um, The judge is only operating within the narrow confines of what's being presented to that judge. And he may know that that's true and therefore is still in on the fix. Or he just might be an ignorant ass judge. So it's gotta be one of those three things. And this judge, based on his ruling, and you know he, he, he said that Jacob Chancellor was violent and he was the center, the fulcrum of everything that happened on January 6th. And when you look at the footage, the guy's being given a tour. He And we played the video where
1: he's actually in the chamber and he's leading a prayer. At no point was
0: this guy running around whoever he is whoever he is
1: at one point at no point was he running around ask you know yelling screaming for justice Uh, that's not what he was doing and
0: his his lawyer said no i never saw this footage before had they had that footage in hand during his trial, in his trial separate from the whole dog and pony show that went on
1: with these January six hearings, of which nothing came out of nothing. There's a good chance this guy won't be—he would be in jail. And we're going to assume that he is in jail, just for
0: the sake of the argument that that footage might have made a huge difference in whatever happened to him. But he's not the only one, and there are a lot of people that are in jail in Washington, D.C., that are that should not
1: be there. They shouldn't be there. Now, where this thing is going to go, if you're the
0: American people and you're not already pissed off enough, you know, let's throw a little kerosene on the bonfire here. I mean, this is just an an egregious miscarriage of of justice slash injustice. We knew that, though.
1: And we know that this has been going on for a while now. It's one of the more frustrating things uh, about, you know, having a certain
0: level of awareness. Do we know everything? No, we don't. It, It would be complete hubris to think we know everything. We know a lot, and we know a lot more than the mainstream fucking media. You know there are, there are there are some really good broadcasters and shows that are out there. But if you've been listening and watching and following this show, you know that we are generally one, two, three steps ahead of of what's happening, and we're just waiting, right? We're waiting. For the rest of the media or the rest of uh, the, you know, the, the receipts to roll in. That's a frustrating piece.
1: By the way, that's something I've been living with most of my life, but that's a different story. Um, so what I wanted to
0: do, this, is, this was really kind of the, the arc of the show, is I wanted to present January 6th. As a production, because there are different things going on in different
1: parts of that geographical space, very different things. And they're instigated and staged. We, we, we've seen the tours on the inside which are passive and benign i'm going to show you
0: another side of what was going on which again is part of the production they had to get the people inside of the capital but they couldn't let the people come inside the capital and do what they were doing on the outside of the capital. So they had to create two environments. They had to create a field of conflict so that they could use the footage of the field of conflict to sell what was happening on January 6th. But then they needed the intruders, they needed the interlopers, they needed to have what would have been the end result of the breach of the gates of civility justice and normality they had to have the two as being part of the production and they're two separate parts of the production so a lot of you have seen the more passive part people taking pictures selfies I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's like a guided tour. I'm going to show you a video which shows clearly what was going on on the other side, and it is not a pretty sight. It's not a pretty sight. This is this is right out of like South America, circa 1970s. So let me cue this video up.
1: And again, I apologize for the snafu today. So this is a a channel of BitChute, Josh, who hashtag Seeking Truth,
0: And I'm going to play this video. Um, And it is absolutely damning. This is the other side of January 6th.
1: So check this out. And we'll try to break some of this down as we go along the way. So what is this guy talking about?
0: What is he talking about? He's talking about people that are being inserted into this mix and they have identifiers. They have a wristband and they have a candy stripe
1: identifier on their gun. Who are these people? Who are these people? and what role are
0: they playing? inside of this production it's not clear i'm just telling you it's not clear i'd like it to be more clear but this is what this one scene is about so they know something's going on they know something's going on all right let's keep
1: going here this is about to get very intense All right, so this is
0: this is the other part of the production. This is where they're creating the riotous conditions. Clearly you have people here that are protesting and they're peacefully protesting. It is within their right to protest, okay? I mean, we had the entire country, not the entire country, but a lot of the country in flames that summer of 2020. And There was vandalism and arson and rapes and murders and the, the leveling of statuary and all that was allowed to just happen. (coughs) Right. Nobody, nobody lifted a finger during those peaceful protests. Americans have a right to protest and they, these people They were demonstrating their right to peacefully protest. They're the ones that are
1: peacefully protesting. But what happens next ends a peaceful protest. So we have tear gas and rubber bullets. The crowd did nothing. Nothing. Look at this pig. I mean, this is being fired almost
0: at point blank range. You want to see what happens when somebody gets
1: a rubber bullet at point blank range. There's a flashbang grenade. All right, now listen to this guy right here. People talk about Nazis and fascism. You want to see, want to see fascism in action? Check this out. Look at that. That's what happens when you get a rubber bullet in the face. That's what happens. This is what they were doing.
0: The Capitol Police on the outside, if they are Capitol Police, maybe they're part Capitol Police, they are basically instigating a riot, right? They are firing on people. These people weren't doing anything. And then you you have this Rambo clown who is calling for people,
1: for his people to find more munitions, more flashbangs. Watch this. All right, now, I don't have a lot of sympathy for this guy. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, you you know what's going to happen here.
1: Like, I started watching this, and I'm like, I know what's going to happen. They're going to push this stupid motherfucker right off this thing.
0: I don't have a lot of sympathy for him. Did they have to push him? No.
1: Did, they, did he put himself in a position? To be pushed and you shouldn't have been in that position yes so let's watch the inevitable i mean look on this on this occasion or in this situation (laughs) i'm going to take these guys
0: side you don't know if this you know what this dude has i mean at this point i don't know where it is in the in the melee that that it looks like the dc police really did everything in their power what was that guy's name thou dc cop thou t-h-a-u like the Thau cross um by this point they've 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 hit the nest they've banged the hornet's nest right so at this point is this guy a potential threat If you're these guys, you have to think so. Sorry, don't do this. Not less. And what's your point in doing this? What is your point? Like, what is this guy's intention? What is going through his brain? I'm going to go up here. I'm going to scale this thing. I'm going to pretend like they
1: can't see me. What's his next move? This dude is not Bobby Fischer. You know what's happening. You know what's happening. And then, see ya. Come on. So they were using an LRAD, which is, you know, they never used LRADs. Hold on a second. They never used LRADs during
0: the whole George Floyd shit. I I never saw an LRAD deployed. You know, an LRAD is a device that does one of two things. It either generates a super intense high frequency sound, which makes your ears bleed, or it hits you with a microwave transmission, which makes your skin burn.
1: I never saw one LRAD used. Well, I take that back. Um, They started to use them in Kenosha. Finally.
0: Finally, Kenosha, I think around the third night they were using the LRADs. But other than that, there was not one LRAD that was ever deployed. Not one.
1: But they'll use them here. Right. Okay. So here's here's your your uh, John
0: John Wayne, the John Wayne of the uh, Capitol Police. At a point, we've got to decide if we're going to give this up. Give what up? Like you're holding the fucking line for Western civilization here. I mean, these guys are they're either they're either nuts and psychopathic. Or they're instigators. Or they're
1: both. The two don't have to be mutually exclusive. All right, let's keep playing some more. We can't lose the steps of the Capitol! This is, this is World War III for this guy. Th- th- this dude has been dreaming about this moment all of his life. All right, watch this. Watch this. This is is how
0: moronic these guys are. This is how misguided and moronic, and I'm not a big karma guy,
1: but this falls under the category of instant karma. Rich, put over the fucking scaffolding. Well, you picked the wrong guy. Rich ultimately was not your man. What a fucking clown show. The guy can't even just... He even
0: said, I've never fired one of these before. It's interesting
1: that he chose Rich to do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. You know why he didn't do it? It's because... He didn't want to have the
0: responsibility of firing that thing into the crowd. So he gets Rich to fire it, even though Rich has never fired one. Rich even told him that. I don't care. Just put it over the fucking scaffolding. Now, this is important because if you're you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to paint a picture for
1: you. This psychopath who thinks he's General Custard, General Sherman, the last stand here, has instructed one of his minions, Rich,
0: one, one, one of his, uh, one of the pawns in his you know, grand battle against the the forces of anarchy, He instructs Rich to
1: fire a tear gas grenade into the crowd over the fucking scaffolding. And Rich doesn't know what he's doing, and Rich misfires. And so
0: that tear gas canister explodes right there where they are. And they have to retreat. And when they retreat, guess what happens? The mob that they've stirred up, fired these flashbangs and tear gas grenades, and the tear gas canisters and the rubber
1: bullets and the 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 uh, the tasers and the tear gas spray—you
0: know, the spray in the face, of the mace—they they've been unleashing all this onto the crowd. The crowd is fucking pissed off now at this point. And this dumb shit misfires his tear gas grenade. Now they have to
1: retreat. And what does the crowd do? They move forward. Let's watch more of this. So this is all body cam footage, by the way. And somebody did a
0: a FOIA and got this body cam footage. And again, I'm trying to paint a picture. If you're listening to the podcast, we're watching somebody body cam footage walk through where the uh, Capitol Police were. And they're all coughing and
1: choking and tearing up. Because um, Rich fucked up. And couldn't couldn't figure out how to fire the canister.
0: What well, this? So they got what they wanted. They got
1: what they wanted. They got a conflict. This is part of the production, All right? Let's keep going. <laughs> the coffee and moving back. Get up, get up. Did you hear that? Munitions wise, this guy, this guy is a fucking psychopath. And did you did you see where um, the officer said, "I got he," I thought he was doing something wrong, but he wasn't. This is what should be. This is what should
0: be judged. This is what should be looked at in the Congress and the Senate. They should go over this footage with a fucking fine tooth comb. These are the crimes that were being perpetrated. Not these people out here. These people were there to protest and it is their right to protest. And these guys are lucky. They're lucky that these people were as peaceful as they were. Because if they had real malcontents, real angry people, these dudes wouldn't have stood a chance. I'm telling you right now. But what they did is they created, they created the scenario. So that's the front of the house production. Right. <laughs> so then once they have this stupid fuck up moment where Rich can't even fire a tear gas grenade, because he's never fired one before, but a general chaos there, will take responsibility and fire it himself. They have to retreat, and now the crowd moves forward. Then you have the back of the house. And the back of the house is where they let the people in peacefully. And so you co-mingle these two scenes, right? Um, Emily and I looked at this with the Boston Marathon. A long time ago and um there's a there's a term for this it's called um what is it um shadow and light or something like that and it's where they have two things happening simultaneously so like at the boston marathon they had like two events going on at the same time you know they had this um kind of triage red cross um exercise happening and then they had this other thing going on that was a mirror of the Red Cross triage exercise, which they would use like footage from both of these events that were happening simultaneously. I think it's called I think it's called shadow and light. Or there's a there's a term for it, but this is what they were doing here. So on the one hand, they have the front of the house. And there's actually three. There's three things going on. The other part is the agent provocateurs who who do create violent situations. And then you have these guys. And these guys are turned into the angry mob because these fools believe it's their duty to suppress them, even though they haven't done anything. And then when they go to suppress them, they fuck up. And then you have the inside where they let people in. And so then what happens is that they're able to take bits and pieces from these three separate realities that are happening, and they're able to, 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 to edit them together to create a production. This is what's going on here. And clearly, they wanted to get these guys
1: riled up. And it just so happened that, that it worked out. You know what's really interesting is
0: if you watch the movie Bedazzled with Dudley Moore and Peter Cook, Peter Cook plays the devil. And in that movie, there are there are some very sly scenes where Peter Cook is the devil, does things to fuck up everyday life. But he does
1: things... And there's small things to fuck up everyday life. It's a really interesting um,
0: sort of take on the devil's role in in our in our our our, our domain. And with Rich firing or misfiring the tear gas, and it reminds me of a, of a scene out of Bedazzled. You know, it's kind of like, well, here, let me, let me change the, uh, you know, the the tear gas charge or whatever, right? Something that that, uh, um, Peter Cook's character would do. And so now you have this, this thing that's entered into the mix, the human error, which then forces these
1: guys to move back. Because Rich, Rich didn't know how to fire that gun. In general, chaos didn't want to take responsibility for firing himself. All right, let's keep going. You think? You think? Just, let me go back and play that again. We've hit them with a lot of pain compliance. But you're hitting innocent people. And not only that, we're taking out one. And ten of them are getting more angry. We're multiplying them by hitting them. This is what was going on. This is what
0: should be looked at, the role that these guys played, thinking that this crowd which is there, it's their right to protest. But general chaos
1: decided that he was going to take the crowd on. In his mind, he believed that
0: they were inches away from the the, uh, the republic falling. Now, was that his paranoia? Was that
1: his ego? Or was he part of the program? We don't know. Maybe we'll never know. But what I do know is that nobody's talking about
0: this. This is what these lawmakers should be looking at. Because these guys are complicit. And some of them are just pawns. Some of them are just pawns. Like, just imagine yourself being in that environment. Your adrenaline is up. And you've got this madman who's frothing at the mouth and just can't
1: wait. You know that dude, he would love to smoke somebody. He'd love it. And you have to deal with that guy. You know, how would most people in that situation deal with that? Are you going to say no?
0: If Rich had any spies, he's hey, man, I've never fired this before. If you know how to fire it,
1: go for it and hand him the gun. Rich, you could have done that. But Rich is just following orders. Like most of these guys. All right, here we go
0: we're about to drop in some ashley babbitt footage it's a little squeamish
1: so i'm just going to give you a heads up here now this is totally this is totally staged Um uh, you, you have
0: jaden x he's in here Right. He's in here. He's one of the people. This is one of the events that they have used over and over again. Now, when this first happened, again, the Krimis and I spent a lot of time looking at this. And we determined that a lot of things did that up with this event. Now, you're going to get a bird's eye view of Ashley Babbitt here. And I'd love for you to... Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And, you know, please leave some comments because there's a place for comments actually inside the website. And I would love to hear your comments as to
1: what you think happened here. And especially when I show you this footage. Here we go. Now, I want you to pay attention to her hands. She Her, her hands are in that position where
0: people are severely concussed. And, and the, the, you know, she's going through a spasm, okay? Now, we saw that before.
1: And pay attention to what's happening around her chest. Okay, so do you see what's happening
0: here? This guy in the black suit, it's been a long time since I've seen this video, but he plays a huge role. He hands her something, right? He hands her something, and it looks like it could be um, a blood pack, right? Let's back it up a little bit. It's been a long time since I've seen this footage, but we spent a long time you know, diving into it. and. Uh, and this guy in the black suit
1: is a player. Oh come on. Here, let me just play this. It shoots problematic like this sometimes. Ugh. We've lost the signal here. Okay. Um, where time wise? How much time do I have left? At least I can reboot that video. Give me one sec. Let's go to the Ashley Babbitt stuff. Yeah, the one thing about bit shoot is that it doesn't really respond well when you sort of move the slider, and um,
0: it's always been problematic with that. All right, but I've shown you, I've shown you what I've wanted, to, and even that scene after I saw that again from that
1: angle. The guy with the suit and the mask, he's handing Ashley Batta something. I think he's handing her a blood pack. That's a scene. That's part of this entire production. And I guarantee you, some of this was planned out.
0: And I think there's a reason why this guy, who and they know who he is, he's supposedly the guy that murdered her. There's a reason why he hasn't been
1: charged with the with the murder of Ashley Babbitt. Think about it. So we have that scene. There's another scene
0: that takes place in sort of this um, kind of underground basementy area uh, and that's kind of this contentious and they're talking about their plan and all this other stuff. So they have these scenes that they've demarcated and some of them are very intentional. Then they have the wide angle shot, the, the, you know, the interaction with the mob, which they stir up. And then at some point they can't deal with it because Rich can't shoot a fucking tear gas grenade thanks to Peter Cook and then you have the advance of the mob and so they tie it all together and this is the production this is the January 6th production and you have to look at these uh, bits and pieces of footage and information and then piece them together and when you piece them together that's where they get their narrative That's where they get the narrative. And all of them are part and parcel. They have to let the people in. They have to. Because of what they're staging in front of the house. And the actual
1: scenes that they've cordoned off and staged. Like the Ashley Babbitt scene.
0: So I just wanted to give you the other side of January 6th. Because we're seeing a lot of the passive stuff. That's part of it. That's part of it. They needed the people inside. But they also needed to create. And by the way, there were some agent provocateurs inside that crowd. Right? We know that there were blowies and antifans They were there. They were changing clothes. And antiphans They're good. They're good with stirring up shit. Right? They're good with taking on the police and getting their licks in. Right?
1: They had a whole summer's worth of practice doing it. And then you have the glowies in the crowd. Um, It's all part of it. It's all part of it. Who's the guy? What's his name? Ray, what's his name? Ray, was it Ray Betts? Is that his name? Ray Betts? Is that his name? Oh, hold on. He's one of these guys' names. I forget. Ray Epps. Ray, do you have Ray Epps? This clown... We got to go in there. We got to go in there. Do you know how big Ray Epps is? Oh, it's a different Epps. It was a Ray Epps that played for the Warriors.
0: He was six foot six and he's 66 years of age. It's a different Ray
1: Epps. That's so funny. I didn't know that. And I'm a Warriors fan. Ray Epps anyway there you go I I just wanted to show you guys
0: it's a production it's a production it was all and there are different layers and levels of the staging going on but at the end of the day that crowd being tased tear gassed and shot at with rubber bullets at point blank range that's the footage that should be looked at. And I, I really want to thank this channel uh, over on YouTube. I just wish, I'm sorry, shoot. I just
1: wish shoot played a little bit better. After watching that uh, brief Ashley Babbitt footage, it confirms my suspicion. I don't think she was killed.
0: And the Krimis and I spent, a good two hours just looking at the angle and all this other stuff that was going on. It's part of the production. All right. Um, I promise to do better tomorrow. Tomorrow happens to be Friday and we'll be over on the YouTube side of things with Lyle Coyote. And uh, Lyle's a Hollywood insider. And we're going to look at some psyops, recent psyops, uh, that he has some insight into. and then, you know, maybe we'll we'll ask him about some other things that he's gleaned from his years of being an agent in Hollywood. He's a really great guy and um, I'm looking forward to sitting down his picking picking his brains a little bit and going through some of the material that he sent and uh, breaking that down. All right, thanks for being here. Again, I apologize for the fuck up today. Use your head in order to serve what's real, your heart to step what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. And uh, please join me tomorrow over on YouTube, Loventh House. Bye for now.